This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, June 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bill Protecting California Ag. CDFA's pesticide prevention stymied. Inflation. Farm Bill. Get Capitol Hill's attention. Lawmakers revive a bill protecting California's ag products. The Senate will soon take up a measure that aims to hold out-of-state farmers to the same standards as California growers. The bill would prohibit outside distributors or packing houses from selling certain products unless they comply with California's health, labor, and environmental laws. The effort brought together unlikely bedfellows with the legislature's top labor advocate at the time signing on as co-author alongside a one-time Republican. Several agriculture groups have supported the bill, while grocers and retailers stood in opposition. Amendments to the bill have clarified that CDFA would not impose fees on those producers who would instead fill out a form self-attesting that they are in compliance. Judge Block CDFA's pesticide program. A California Superior Court judge has ordered CDFA to temporarily suspend a program for controlling invasive pests. The court blasted a CDFA environmental impact review, saying it did not adequately consider impacts to public health and did not have a plan for informing residents about the risk. The department had hoped its effort to streamline the process would have avoided performing a detailed environmental review for each pesticide application. And on that note, CDFA has detected Asian citrus psyllid in the Fresno County area for the first time since 2019. This comes amid a rise in detections throughout the Central Valley. Officials are working with the nearby residents to treat backyard citrus trees and prevent the spread. Psyllid are the vector for citrus greening disease, which has wiped out orchards in other states and other countries. Inflation and Farm Bill get Capitol Hill's attention. Congress back in session this week with a focus on the nation's plague of mass shootings and the raging inflation facing consumers. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who has admitted that she must judge the risk of inflation, will testify before the Senate Finance Committee, and that comes tomorrow, and then the House Ways and Means Committee on Wednesday. The Consumer Price Index for May will be released on Friday. Last month's CPI showed supermarket prices rose 1% during April and were up 10.8% over the previous 12 months. The U.N. Food and Agriculture Organization reported Friday that global commodity prices remained near a record high in May despite some easing in dairy and sugar prices. In the meantime, House Agriculture Committee will resume its Farm Bill hearings this week. One subcommittee hearing will focus on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, while a second will focus on crop insurance and commodity programs. For that second hearing, lawmakers will have a chance to question economists about how Farm Bill programs are working during a period of high commodity prices and soaring input costs. Senators seek withdrawal of White House legal roundup brief. 
The ranking members of the House and Senate Agriculture Committees are the latest lawmakers to request that the Biden administration withdraw its brief before the Supreme Court in a high-profile roundup case. Senator John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, and Representative Glenn Thompson, the Pennsylvania Republican, have sent a letter to the White House they did Friday noting that the Trump administration had taken a different position of the case. The central issue of which is whether the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act preempt state tort law claims. The brief from Solicitor General Elizabeth Preliger says it does not, but the Trump administration filed a brief in federal appellate court taking the opposite stance. Such a reversal coupled with the lack of consultation with subject matter experts is increasingly concerning, Thompson and Bozeman said, noting that Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack had said he was not consulted. The Supreme Court meets June 9th to discuss the Monsanto petition. More right-to-repair lawsuits brought against John Deere. Twelve lawsuits have now been brought against John Deere, accusing the company of violating antitrust laws by restricting access to software embedded in its machines. Nine of these cases have been consolidated in the U.S. District Court for Northern Illinois, where they have been assigned to Judge Lane D. Johnson, according to court documents. I take note, John Deere was also the subject of a complaint to the FTC in March, accusing the company of violating both the Sherman and the FTC acts. Global food commodity prices ease in May, but 29% above a year ago. A measure of global food commodity prices fell slightly for the second month in a row in May, despite the continued surge in wheat markets as the war in Ukraine dragged on. The UN Food and Agriculture Organization's monthly food price index remained 29% above May 2021 at 157.4 after declining six-tenths percent last month, largely due to lower dairy and sugar prices. It was the second month in a row that the index has declined since hitting a record 159.3 in March. FAO's index for grain prices rose 2.2% in May as wheat prices increased for the fourth consecutive month, rising 5.6% in May. Wheat prices are 56% higher than one year ago and only 11% below the record high in March 2008. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. Today, I experienced just a small taste of the demanding work that farm workers do every day to keep millions of families in America fed. That's California Senator Alex Padilla after a day in the field with members of the United Farm Workers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, June 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley. 